Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, here we go. Eagle Hour on the road again. We're in Seminary, Mississippi. We're at the brand new, and I got to say, beautiful Woolwine Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership right here in Seminary on Highway 49. Ben Milam, Luke Johnson, and myself here. We'll Who have, are you? What's your name? Uh, I am uh, Caleb Hamill. <laughs> CalebHamill.com. <laughs> the proprietor of CalebHamill.com. <laughs> hey, we're glad to be here. This is my kind of remote. I walked in the building, and Mr. John comes up and says, Hey, we got catfish back here. Just put that stuff down. <laughs> You're singing my language, Mr. My, my father-in-law, Don Husbands, who's a salesman up at, at the Collins dealership, he saved me some, some fish. He did. He saved, he saved a big me old fish, plate of fish. How gorgeous is this place, guys? Unbelievable. It's first class. No, it really There's is. There's drool on that Dodge Charger right there. I think, it's I think a, Ben they had to hire somebody to wipe it off, just one person. Ben, you know how good you'd look cruising down the road in that thing right there? Well, a few more Eagle Hours, and I'm... Yeah. <laughs> going to take no, quite, bro. It's going to take quite <laughs> a few. About it's 70 take years. quite a few Eagle Hours for, uh, for that to happen. But we're really glad to be here and really honored that they asked us to be part of their grand opening. What a great, great family. And and you, you know them really well. Yep, no, no. Going on 25 years, and yeah. uh, of course, Mr. Richard with uh, his sons John and Daniel, and my father-in-law's been part of uh, the dealership uh, 25 years, going back to 1998, and yeah. we have bought several several yeah. cars from the Woolwines over well, the years. Well, you know, locally owned, they're a yep. they're they're a local owned business. Right down the road, we saw another dealership just had been locally owned for years is now no longer locally owned, yep. out of state ownership i really think you ought to consider that when you're buying vehicles absolutely and so you know for forever they've been known for uh for you know ford and, and lincoln but this one they, they actually had it and john will talk more about it uh, at the old dealership when they built the brand new dealership now man this state of the art this is unbelievable down here yeah yeah. Alan's walking through with cupcakes. Well, some things never change. Alan finds the he's, food. He's and playing the role of Kelly Sander today, right? That's what yeah. he's, I'm, he, I'm good. kind of looks like Sander I'll a little get this. bit. Yeah, I mean, what do we got here? Look here, guys. Now they're bringing sandwiches by us. My goodness. Yeah, I'll, I'll try crazy. it. In honor of Kelly, I'll get, I'll get okay, a little something. That's yeah. good. Those are radio guys. I'm sure they want some free food there, too. They're, look at them. Yeah, they're there. there was a baseball game last night. Well, there was. And, and, and Ben, the Golden Eagles continue to walk that tight. That tightrope, don't they? Yeah, well, we talked about it yesterday. That's that's just the formula for how you're going to have to win these kind of games. You're going to have to have just about everybody hands on deck and 
you know, a few guys that haven't thrown a lot of innings are going to have to throw some innings in important spots, and you're going to have to have some offense. And, and you know, there's some, some numbers that jump out at you that may have not felt like that because you had a couple of big innings there early similar to that two-lane game, but you only struck out looking three times. I think that's one of the lowest numbers we've had all year. And with runners in scoring position, you hit 375. With runners on base, you hit 400. With two outs, you hit 333, four for 12. And so you got the hits you needed in the big spots. Obviously, almost got away from you there at the end with one big swing on a mistake pitch in, uh, I believe that was the eighth inning. And you were just able to, to get it done, find a way, and that's that's how you have to win these kind of but games. You made such a great point. Luke can comment on this. In, in light of the unexpected turnover, five drafted yeah. last year, you lose, I guess, three to the three to the transfer portal. A lot of these kids, that like we were watching last night, they really were not planning on using those kids much this year. This was going to be a development year for those kids. Is that fair to say, guys? I think it is, and and we have seen a lot of these guys. They've had to throw all year long, and several of them have have come a long way because they were so green, but they've had to throw in big spots. You've got to grow up quick. I mean, didn't Kobe Allen, he started against Mississippi State That's early right. in the season That's because right. of his first you know, career some, start. Yeah. Some, because of Oldham's <laughs> shoulder issues, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jackson Parker was a guy, phenomenal, out of stringer, but needed a development year, and he's been yeah. thrown in the fray. You know, you, you knew Monastery pitch. Um, Armistead and Maza, I think, last night were just getting bullpens in. The the rotation just came out for Archie State. No no starter listed uh, for Sunday, but we figure that it's going to be it'll be Maza or Armistead probably. Yeah, that's the expectation. But TBA's been pretty good in the last couple. Yeah, of I weeks. like TBA. He's he's he's, mm-hmm. he's, 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 he's got a good fastball. <laughs> yeah. We talked yeah. about yesterday too about the way this lineup is, where the benefit of the emergence of Sargent coming back and, and a few other guys, that anybody in this lineup can have a big night. Perfect example last night. Top four in the order last night go a combined three for 15. That's Edsel, Dickerson, Wilkes, and Sargent. Okay? So the heroes two nights before don't do it, right? But you look at, uh, what is that? It would be five, six, and seven, which would be Lynch, Parker, and Ewing. They go... A combined seven for twelve. If you throw Montenegro in there, then the the bottom half of the order goes nine of sixteen. And Monastery didn't get a hit, but got an RBI. So you know, Ben, to to that point, there are times where this lineup, the, the bottom of the order picks up the top, and the top and the bottom, you know, per se. And last night was a perfect example of it. Well, that's what good lineups do. And we've talked about several times over the last couple of weeks that feel like this offense has turned a corner and that was going to have to be the case if if this team was was going to have a, a chance to make some noise in the postseason make a run at a regular season title and they've done that i mean those those names you listed off there in that part of the lineup they were responsible either by rbi or scoring a run for all six runs last night Let's talk about Rodrigo Montenegro for yeah. a minute. A big couple of doubles last night, if I'm not mistaken. A couple of hits, I know. And, uh, and Luke, let me ask you this. And we don't know the inner workings of the team, obviously, but Rodrigo is the best hitting catcher on the roster. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get power out of him, but you're going to get contact. You're going to get lots of lots of contact. And kind of what you know, what I've, I've seen is, is that, that Johnson is the better defensive catcher. I think that's right. And so the the trade off is, and and sometimes it's it's Rodrigo helps you because he's another left handed bat in the lineup. But you know when you look at what those two are doing, Johnson is at two thirty seven, seven RBIs. Um, 
Rodrigo's at 333 with seven RBIs. So sometimes it is a righty-lefty matchup, but um, if you've got more of a running team, Johnson's got to be out there just because of his ability to throw him out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monaster, oh, what a talent. What a talent. He's man. joined the football team today, according to some Southern Miss yeah, Troll accounts, right? Yeah, a bit, very exciting. A kid like that that can play second base, hit home runs, come in, shut down a team. It was a pretty good hitting team last night. Yeah. Comes in and pitches really well late in the game. Hard to place a value on a player like that. It is, especially this year when you, you needed those two spots so badly in the lineup that he's, he's really solidified that second base spot. And I think probably, you know, as we've talked about a number of different spots, including the pitching staff, there are, are spots where guys would not play where they have, if not for a year like this where you lost so much from a year ago. But Nick Monastere probably would still be contributing a, a good amount, maybe a little more on the pitching side, and that's that's why I think you'll you'll see late in games, you'll see a lot of Creek Robertson in at second base because especially with the way that Monastere threw last night, if he if he can show you that kind of stuff, throw strikes, which is what he did last night, you'll see a lot more out of him in the pin, I think, on the back end of games too. Harder or easier? For a guy to, because the only way we'll ever see Dickerson again is going to be at the end of a game. We right. saw him, yeah. Harder or easier for a guy to come in when he's played the whole game in the field? As opposed to just coming out of the bullpen? Yeah, coming out of the pen. You know, I had that thought watching Nick warm up. I feel like maybe it's probably a little bit different for a younger guy who is maybe not quite used to coming in late in a ball game in an important spot. He's been. You know, he's been in the environment. He's used to the crowd. He's been out there, and I, I would, I would think, I, you know, I never did that, but I would think it's a little less of a transition to come out of a bullpen. Obviously, you're warmed up, but cold in the sense that you haven't been in the environment, the atmosphere, uh, whereas you have been in just in a different spot. I would think it's maybe a little bit easier. Big talent, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the ball that he hit against Tulane hasn't landed yet. I mean, it was just. Is a rocket ship, and and the fact is, what you've seen, and I, I've said this a few times, I th- I think the glove is what prevented him from playing early in the season. But I mean, even last night, some of the plays that he made last night, you know, we gave up the run. What is it in the second? But I mean, he he you know dove and and got to put out at first. I'm really happy to see what happens with him. He's probably going to be a guy that you only get three years out of. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to mention this player too. I think he kind of flies a little under the radar, but I'm a big fan of Rishu, and I think he's a really good outfielder. He he hits the ball in clutch situations. Rishu, real contributor. He was the three-hole hitter on a 47-win team yeah. a year ago. Mm-hmm. Don't let him get hot. I mean, last night Homer and and uh, had had two RBIs last night. Don't let him get hot. Eagles, that would be phenomenal for Rishuing to be in the six-hole and to be hitting like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Keep winning, boys. And that what uh, what's the guy from uh, Oakland said? Al Davis, just win, baby. Just win, win baby. baby. That's all we care. Seven hole, not the six hole. Yeah, seven hole. Just yeah. keep winning, Golden Eagles. All right, we're at Woolline uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep here in Seminary. See there, Luke Chrysler Dodge. There Ram, it is. Ram it's and your Jeep. card. John Woolline joining us next. Stay with us.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back to the show. We're on the road today. Ben Milam is with Luke and I, and we are at Woolwine Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram here in Seminary. John Woolwine joins us. Beautiful, beautiful uh, showroom here. We're sitting right in front of a red SRT Challenger that I sure wish we could make a deal on while we're here, John. Well, you can make a deal on about anything right now. I offered you $20,000, and you said I could get a wheel and a tire for that? You might get a tire, a few lug nuts. <laughs> oh, the lug nuts. Well, that's a deal, then. Well, congratulations. This place is uh, absolutely gorgeous. Well, thank you all for being here. We've had a successful morning, looks like. Uh, about 200 people turned out for us today, and it's just been a blessing to the full wine family and uh, all those uh, people that support us. It's, it's amazing. You did have a heck of a turnout, and it was still going when I got here about 1130, and I think that speaks to how people in this area feel about your family. I mean, they you, you had a lot of folks here, didn't you? Got a lot of friends and people that have supported us uh, with both dealerships, and this one adding on and starting over. It feels like we're starting over again, but it, uh, mm-hmm. we're learning day by day, and it keeps getting better and better for us. All right, you've got the big Ford dealership up just up the road in Collins, and I was asking you off air, I guess when we first learned you were going to build a, you know, a Chrysler showroom, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, maybe thought it would be there, but you said it was a land situation, really not enough space, and, and you came here, and you really this is a pretty incredible location with the intersection of 589 and Highway 49. That's exactly right. On both sides of the highway, we got 589 that runs to Summerall and then on out to 98, and then you got 590, which takes you straight to Ellisville. So a lot of our customers drive this way anyway, so we're five minutes shorter uh, for them. John, known you for a long time, your dad, your brother, and uh, being Don Husband's son-in-law, uh, I've been around a lot um, before and, and after that. But for for a long time, Woolwine synonymous with with Ford and, and and Lincoln. And growing up, I would I would mention some other car brand, and Don would correct me as Ford or Lincoln, you know. But so when a, when a company, you know, several years ago, when you guys branched out in, into other brands, what does that look like? And and you know, then building a brand new dealership and and uh, your the right up the road in Collins, everybody knows this, but is it is it unique? I mean, is it strange pushing other brands, and, and what's the challenges and the benefits of, of doing that as well? Well, we've been with Ford for 25 years, uh, and the 25 years with them has been great, but uh, we've seen an opportunity to uh, be able to take more of the market share, have more opportunity there with some other brands and the ram brand and the jeep brand right now is probably the two hottest brands on the road if you drive up and down the highway he mentioned highway 49 if you go up and down 49 you see a lot of jeep product and a lot of the ram trucks uh diesel gas there's just so many options to sell more vehicles and they they make a good product and have a good warranty with them. And it seems like with the, the trucks as well, people are, are using these crew, crew cab trucks to be family vehicles, and it really helped when Jeep expanded their line to you know include four-door vehicles because you get the family component in there as well. That's right. The Wagoneers come in strong. We, we saw no time how many of the Jeep Wagoneers. And then it, when people think about Jeep, most people think about just a Jeep Wrangler, but we have so many. There's 10 or 12 different models you can choose from with Jeep, and that, that's helped fill a gap for us for sure. And uh Motor Trend Truck of the Year 
three years in a row with the Ram truck. I mean, that speaks volume. You asked about quality and other brands, but that, that was one of the biggest decisions. They're growing. I uh, feel like we're part of a growing company headed in a, in a good direction. And the Jeep brand, it just seems to grow every, you know, uh, every time they turn in the sales numbers, Jeeps are way up. People love Jeeps, every, every kind of Jeep. And I've always been a Mopar guy. I've always loved Mopar cars. And uh, and Mopar is still, they're, they're the leader in, in vehicles like this right here with the Challenger and the Charger. And Mopar has not let go of muscle cars, have they? No, right now they're still making them. And uh, this one here that you spoke of that's on the showroom, that's a Hellcat jailbreak, you know, with seven over 700 horsepower. So that's a specialty item for sure. He's got money. Okay, don't let him fool you. <laughs> don't think I've got Bob Getty's got money. money. Don't think I've got that kind of money. But who buys a 700 horsepower car, John? Well, somebody that obviously is, uh, likes a lot of power and something fun. Uh, and it, it's not going to strain their budget because no. they, have they you bought, driven bought, that car? Uh, we've had a lot of people that uh, buy them for retirement gifts and things like that. that we've really? Seen is, is there like a partnership with the Mississippi Highway Patrol on test rides out of here on Highway 49? I mean, that thing will get up and go. Well, I'm curious, John. You drive down Highway 49, and you see one thing. One thing you guys take a lot of pride in. You see six American brands that you sell. Why? Why the emphasis? Emphasis on that. Why are you proud to sell American? Well, we enjoy it because this is part of our heritage. And then here in the state of Mississippi, uh, we've we've used uh, Ford, Lincoln, and the Mercury brand went away. And so with having the Jeep now. Uh, and all the having six, we were advertising six in one location, but now we have changed it to six within two within two stores. And you'll have to advertise the catfish and cupcakes too. You should, you guys should do that every day. Catfish was just too. This is my kind of remote. I walked in. Your dad said, "Put that stuff down. And go get some fish." Yeah. Didn't have to tell me twice. Well, there's plenty of fish to eat, sure. John, let's talk about parts and service as well, because people coming up and uh, buying a, a, a brand-new car, they're thinking about that, too. You guys have that here at, at Woolwine, Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep. Yeah, the express lane is open, and uh, the, their big thing is pushing it. They service any any brand, any make, any model. Uh, we do the service here. Uh, of course, we can't do warranty work on something that wouldn't be a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram brand, but we can do your oil changes, tire rotations, all your simple service, uh, anything, batteries, brakes, whatever you might need on that. On the uh, on the the, the pre-owned side, um, uh, people are, are on both sides, the selling and and the trade-ins, because I think a lot of people uh, they get the itch. Summer's coming, they get the itch for something new, and they come looking around. Uh, of course, you guys always always do that as well. Pre-owned both stores, uh, we we got about 150 to choose from, uh, which is up from last year for sure. Uh, and plenty of SUVs, plenty of trucks now. Uh, we try to stock plenty of them, and some for low payments and good gas mileage. So we got we got a lot to choose from. Here's what I think is an important factor too, John, and I think it's important to do business with people from your community, local people. I, I try very hard not to do any more business than I have to with box stores and out-of-state companies. Uh, the Woolwine family, give us a little give us a little refresher on the history of your family here in Covington County. You've been here a long time. Yes, uh, I've been here all my life, 43 years to be exact, and uh, family 
owned and operated business uh, in 97 is when we opened the Ford store there. Uh, but we believe in the community and believe in what we got going and want to stand behind our product and service. I, I think that's the biggest thing people want today with a big box store. Can't give you the service you need in a personal touch. You can still see one of us at any time, at any location. My dad, Daniel, myself. I mean, we, we're here, and if there does a problem arise, we're able to, you're able to get a hold to us and call us, talk to us, see us face-to-face. I think that's one of the draws we have for the store. You can see you at Main Street Cafe, see you at church. You're going to always see you around here, right? Yes, sir. And yeah. uh, I think family-owned and operated, and right here. Uh, All right, before we let you go, I want to know about the cakes. I was at your Ford dealership a couple of weeks ago, and you, you had just sold a vehicle, and I saw you walk by me with this big, gorgeous, white-looking cake that you handed to the lady who bought the truck. Is that part of every deal? Every deal. Uh, my Aunt Ann, uh, Daddy's sister, Aunt Ann Larry, she has Ann's cakes, and she provides all the cakes. That's a homemade recipe going back all the way to my grandmother. So we have cakes for everybody. Let, let me testify. So we bought Lauren a we bought Lauren a brand new car a few years back. You, you got options too, and oh, you can pick the cake. I did, yeah, it was unbelievable. Were those her cakes here today? They were. They catered for us today. It's uh, cake. Yeah, I, I had some of that vanilla cake, white on white, man. It's it's the real deal, man. Man, well that's a nice touch. I guess nobody's ever turned down a cake, have they? No, we unless somebody's on an extreme diet, but most, most people <laughs> most people take it home and share it with their kids or family for sure, even if they are dieting at that time. And we should mention, I, t- I said this off air, we chuckled about it. This brand new location at uh, five ninety and, and Highway forty nine, it's closer to downtown Sanford, right? So that's that's exactly right. And Coach Palmer, he always picked about going to Pedro down there. He wasn't far down the road, so he <laughs> was this his territory, he, Coach. Is that right? I didn't. I didn't well, realize that. Doubt. Yeah. He's a family friend, and Ted's here with us now for sure. So we we pick and carry on about downtown Sanford. Yeah. Well, he was a fine man. There's no no question about that. You know, last night uh, Louisiana Tech was here playing John, and the Louisiana Tech head coach wore changed his number and wore Coach Palmer's jersey number mm-hmm. last night. And Coach Scott Berry was here this morning also. Oh, was he? All right. Well, all celebrities have been. Oh, look, that's Scott's checking out. Is that out Scott's that. car, that SRT? Is that what he's going to be driving? Yeah, him and Will Hall was up here for sure. All right. John, thank you very much. We're going to bring you back at the end of the show. Thank you. John Woolwine, everybody, at Woolwine uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep. I'm so used to saying Woolwine Ford, it's going to take a little while. They're, they're there for you. They're the cue right cards there. are Got hanging for you. We'll be right back, everybody. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back. We're at the Woolwine Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep. They got it right up there in front of me here in Seminary, Mississippi. We just found out, Michael, because I know you like muscle cars. 
You could come up here today and drive this SRT off for 108 grand. That's, That's all. it. 108 grand. Wow. 108 grand. Piper's not you. going to college, but hey, let's have fun. <laughs> but but you're going to have a 700 horsepower SRT. Uh, Piper don't really want to go to college anyway, right? No, Michael, who does anymore? SRT. I may not have to be able to live in the house anymore either. I'll just live in that. There. Yeah, well, yeah, there we go. There you go. Cliff Russell uh, is in the studio with Michael. And Cliff, of course, former great Southern Miss baseball pitcher and the color analyst for the ESPN Plus Southern Miss baseball broadcast. And Cliff, another good one last night. Uh, two teams that uh, know each other really well. I want you to comment on the game, but also the class that uh, the Louisiana Tech head coach showed last night wearing number 44 in honor of Corky Palmer. I thought that uh, said an awful lot about Lane Burroughs and the relationship between uh, those two fine baseball programs. Yeah, a- absolutely. Coach Coach Burroughs is just as good as it gets and uh, was fortunate. To, uh, he was pitching, or excuse me, the hitting coach when all five of my years at Southern and uh, just a fantastic guy. And obviously you saw that last night. We, we interviewed him before uh, on the bus on the way up and talked to him, and he told me that. He said, hey, I'm, I'm, I've got a jersey. Uh, I had the guys pull out a 44 for me. And I, I'm telling you, the hair on the – my neck stood up, and I got chills, and and just a really awesome tribute by by Coach Burris. But yeah, no, the yeah, game, the the game itself, Bob was was uh, it got interesting there at the end as as it as it has lately with this with this team. But uh, as I told you off the air, I, I think winning like they have the last couple nights and games, I think that does something for team chemistry and. Um, kind of brings you a little bit closer together with the guys and, and gives you some confidence going into the weekend. Yeah, you're right. And other than the one pitch late where they hit the three-run home run, it was pretty much a dominant game uh, throughout the evening uh, for USM. So really, you know, three straight wins, that's a nice comeback from uh, what we endured last Friday and Saturday out on the East Coast. Yeah, I think that's probably just best forgotten about. And you get a big win uh, and a, a, a Huge win Sunday in, in Conway, and I and, uh, know y- y'all have talked about it all week, I'm sure, but just what that does and uh, not getting swept, avoiding that. But uh, I think you're seeing that and, and kind of a little bit of momentum coming into this week. And look, a, lo- a long week. It's five games. The the pitching staff has the issues they already have with the depth, and, and then you throw in an extra game, and it's, it's tough. It's tough on everybody. And uh, I know, I mean, look, we talked to Coach Oz before the game, and, and he just talked about also how how tough the travel's been. I think he, he said he got in bed at 3 o'clock Monday morning on his way home from, from Conway, and that, that's hard. I mean, that's, you know, and I'm sure the, the kids, the, the guys were were uh, probably around that time as well. And, and you know, I don't know if you are like me, but if I get in bed at 3 o'clock, I, f- I feel it for a week. Like, it's I'm not recovering. Right. I'm not recovering from that uh, until a couple of days later. So, uh, but a two and zero start to this week, and uh, just a, obviously, you know, where they want to be headed into the weekend. Cliff Ben Milam here. I, I want to go back to these two midweek wins before we talk about this weekend, because you look at I mean two one one run wins obviously, but if those go the other way, say hypothetically they both go the other way, all of a sudden you're one in five in your last six games, and that's a big swing to get those two wins, and like you said, to get some momentum going into this weekend, and it, and this is the point of the season where you need to start building that momentum. Talk about that how big a deal that is and how big of a deal it would be to continue that this weekend carry you through to the the last three weeks of conference play here yeah no you're you're exactly right and 
um, you know, you, you will start with Sunday. I mean, if you lose that game, then it's it's kind of a two game swing, right? Because they're they're ahead of you, and um, you know, you lose that game, you're you're looking at a. Uh, I think it's maybe a, a, a four game. You're, you're behind in the conference standings and uh, kind of deflating at that point. But yeah, just the last two games. I mean, look, set RPI aside. I mean, that that's you know, if you don't win those games, then your RPI is starting to slide. And we all know at the end of the year that you know that's what that committee's looking at. But uh, just from a, a confidence standpoint, you said it. You're kind of rolling into this last half of the uh, or the last third of the season. Um, you know, you go on the road, you take a win from uh, – look, I don't care what the record is. It's Tulane at home. It's, it's not an easy place to play. Uh, anytime you can go into to Turchin and, and get a win, you'll, you'll take it. Uh, and then, you know, last night, obviously, Coach Burroughs is not having the season they're wanting to have, but still, you know, a very good program that's been in this, the postseason the last two seasons. And, uh, you know, just coming away with two wins there is, is just huge. And then, look, we're, we're kind of looking ahead at the schedule. You know, I know we've talked about RPIs, but they're kind of getting to that point where, you know, they're starting to play some teams that are in those lower, maybe the lower thirds of the RPIs, right. the 200-plus, and, um, you know those those losses are gonna are gonna affect you more than probably they would at the beginning of the season on the schedule that they've played. But uh, so every game is still just so important. Well, I'm gonna let Luke ask you about this weekend, but really quick in these midweek games, especially this five game week where you have the Johnny Holstaff approach in what is not necessarily a deep bullpen in terms of experience at the least. Name one or two guys these last couple of weeks that have really stood out to you because we've seen a couple of guys who have, have really not thrown a whole lot these last couple of weeks. Well, just let's look at last night, right? You had, you had three freshmen kind of close that thing out. And, yes, Colby Allen would love to have that one pitch back, but I thought he threw really well. He, he had a good tight yeah. slider and, and commanded a low 90s fastball. And, and really, look, I, I think they had – uh, two or three walks on the night last night, and that, that was the difference. And uh, if you limit that, then, you know, you, you kind of knew coming in that LaTeX wasn't just going to hit you to death. I mean, that's kind of what they've done all season. As long as you didn't kill yourself with the walks, you know, you were, were going to have a chance. And, uh, you know, obviously, look, Nico gave you a, a really strong start and threw strikes and worked ahead in the count. Uh, but, but the three true freshmen at that, you had uh, Colby Allen, Jackson Parker, and then what Monastere's doing, uh, you know, that's a whole other conversation, what he's doing on both sides of the ball right now. But uh, I, you're going to see him more. Look, he, he was super sharp last night. You're going to see him on that mound more going forward. It's just a, a matter of how they how they handle that with, with, uh, with him on the offensive side as well because obviously – um, you know, w- when they brought in Creek Robertson last night, they took out Slade of the lineup. So you Monastere kept his at bat in that that bottom of the eighth inning. But that that's what they're going to figure out with that is is where you, where you put him on the mound and what situations. But um, I, I thought, I mean, if you want me to throw a name out there, I thought Colby Allen looked really good. And then obviously, uh, what Will Armistead has done, you know, just kind of asked to, to whatever role it is, whether it's starting or go give us six outs like it was last night. Uh, he has just come up huge for this staff. You're uh, hearing the voice of Cliff Russell, who is the color commentator alongside Jason Baker on the ESPN Plus for uh, Southern Miss Baseball. Clifford, um, Arkansas State, you look at the record, 15-22, and 22, but then you start looking at the series. Uh, they, they lost the series to Texas State by two runs. They 10-run Troy and, lost, uh, and then lost uh, a game by one run against that, that 28 RPI team. Finally got their first series win this past weekend against ULM. Southern Miss fans don't need to look at the RPI or the record. 
<laughs> no, they don't. And and uh, look, you look at the conference uh, stats, Luke, and their leadoff guy leads the conference in runs. Will French, he's just kind of a scrappy player that's going to get on base, obviously. And then um, you know the, their other guy in that lineup that you want to circle is is Brandon Hager, and uh, I think he's got a 28 game on base streak. So th- th- those two guys kind of make that offense go. Uh, and then on the mound, they've they've kind of they've used some some starters where some openers, if you will, I think is the term now. But um, they're kind of trying to piece that that weekend rotation together. But I'll tell you what, their their Saturday guy is a true freshman uh, in in Kyler Carmack, and he's got exceptional numbers. As a matter of fact, I think he leads the conference in ERA, and it's a it's a smaller sample, but it's it's. Uh, what he's done is is giving that team somebody consistent yeah. on the weekends and, and a chance to give them a win. And um, no, you're, you're exactly right. You, you certainly can't overlook them. I mean, they're they're obviously a, a story program, and and you know, Coach Raffo is and and what the staff that he's put together. Uh, I don't know. Their pitching coach is Alan Dunn, who was at LSU for ten years, and and just yeah. a, uh, just a remarkable rap sheet with Alan Dunn, but. Um, you know, I, I'd expect them to come in and, and, you know, certainly not lay down for us at all. About 30 seconds left. Uh, Southern Miss releasing the uh, rotation the same. Hall on Friday, Oldham on Saturday. And that guy whose last name is TBA, who is undefeated on the season, that would his middle name would probably be Armistead or Mazza, correct? Uh, I don't know. Well, first of all, how, how good is that Twitter follow on them? They're, 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 last they're night, marketing. USA Later, it was amazing. <laughs> their, yeah. their marketing team does an exceptional job with that. But um, – I don't. I don't know, Luke. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to think that that maybe Armistead Mazza. I mean, my understanding is Matt Adams is is they're going to try to run him out there at some point, and you know they're going to kind of test that shoulder this week and, and see see how far he can go. And uh, so I, I wouldn't know whether he starts or not. Who knows? I'm I'm unsure of that, but uh, certainly probably going to be one of those three guys. Cliff, we appreciate you very much, man. We love having you on the show every Thursday, and. Uh, uh, we enjoy watching you on ESPN Plus and glad to have you part of the uh, Eagle Hour. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you all. Now, now, Cliff does have the money for this, this Cliff, charger. SRT charger. You could get it for $108,000. I'm more of a truck guy. I'm a, I'm a truck guy. I'm sure there's other trucks here that you can uh, you that that fit the Russell budget. Fantastic people, though the Woolwines are. <laughs> Thanks, Cliff. See y'all next week. Thanks, Cliff Russell, everybody. We're at Woolwine Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep, and we'll be right back after this. To the top. All right, welcome back, everybody. I want to thank Cliff Russell for his input uh, as he gives us every Thursday. Great addition to our show. 
We're at Woolwine Chrysler Dodge Ram and Jeep. We got to get the Jeep sign up right over there. A <laughs> brand you. new, beautiful showroom. John Woolwine back with us. And you said you had uh, you had two big celebrities here this morning uh, from Southern Miss that came to visit you, John. Yeah, Will Hall, Scott Berry, the head man, was here this morning. How about that? Now, Scott Berry's a celebrity. Will Hall's just one of us, right? <laughs> He's one of us. Now, now, Will could buy that SRC. <laughs> Will could have bought, wrote you a check for that. My guess is Will's more of a truck guy, and I know what Scott Berry is. Scott Berry's not going to be seen in a car, is he? He's a hunting fishing man like me. Yeah, yeah. He likes. He's got to have something to pull a boat. And in, in true Scott Berry style, he and John were talking about deer hunting today. So. I'm not a bit surprised. His office looks like a. I mean, like it, a, yeah. it, it is. He has his own taxidermy shop in the Southern Miss Baseball I Complex. They're two good men. I'm glad to hear they came up here to visit. You a lot of respect being paid to your family here today. Yeah, they're family friends and just good people. They mean a lot to us, mean a lot to the community. For sure. Yeah. You know, we're talking kind of off the air about this. Between the F-150 and the Ram, you man, you've got the one and two truck, uh, popular trucks in the whole United States. Yeah, that's a good good place to be in, I think, right now, for yeah. sure. Uh, maybe they ramp up the production, get us a few more of them, we'll probably sell a few more. Yeah. Look. This, uh, this celebration uh, grand opening, it, uh, if, if I'm right, is continuing the next couple of days, right? You got some more yeah. events going on? Yeah, we got it. Uh, sale going on throughout the weekend. Uh, tomorrow, we have catering from down the road at Shady Acres. Uh, they'll be here catering. We'll have some more cake and things there. And of course, all the sales prices and the rebates and all. Uh, just come check us out. Look at check it. Check us out at WoolWineCDJR.com. And you got a famous singer coming down here, like a, a American Idol. Kaylee did really Kaylee good. Clark, yeah, she was on American Idol, yeah. And then uh, the Davis County Band's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on, on Saturday. We, we're very thankful Santa isn't here because John just basically advertised three days of free food. And that, <laughs> yeah, would, that would not. He'd have been here when you opened up every morning. That would not be, be good. <laughs> the food was delicious. Who cooked the catfish? That's Main Street. That's Steve Sanford. Oh, well, there you go. That, that, that is no. You have lunch there every now and then, don't you? Pretty regularly. Steve. <laughs> Family, friend, we go to church together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm curious, having having guys like Will Hall and Scott Berry around here is as you know part of this community emphasis that you have here at both your stores. What, what does Southern Miss athletics mean to the community as far as your perspective as a business owner? Well, it's just what you said. It's a family, and the family USM family is the same. You know, they support one another, and we support the university and they support us and it's just a family family deal there's no question and that's i, I, I endured four overtimes of liberty with uh-huh. me and daniel woolwine and we we did we didn't yeah. like the way that ended but yeah <laughs> but i mean it, it's great whenever i see you know see the woolwine family you know you see them at southern miss events and they they support the university well there's no question one thing i've always thought uh, that i was really uh lucky to be a part of usm is because it's a it's a big enough school it's exciting it's a small enough school it's just like john said it is a we all feel a, a family tie to each other that probably you don't feel so much at a university with sixty thousand students i wouldn't think Is that fair to say no, that's fair to say for sure and the baseball just keeps growing and getting better that's the biggest crowd i've seen in a long time when we played lsu last year that's pretty exciting, wasn't it? That was, that was We're hard. hoping we don't play LSU this year, John. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would agree with that, but maybe we can draw the crowd anyway. From so, John, if, if we had to go to LSU, do you think 
that their fan base would treat us warmly and welcoming, or do you think it might be a little rough? It, it was a little rough like it was. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> With a hundred of them in it. We, we, we were all there together, but that, that was some good ball. There <laughs> yeah, wasn't a lot of brotherhood there. Was. The, the, uh, the grand opening celebration of Woolline Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, 2100 Highway 49, but it's, at the, it's if you come to seminary, you know where 590 meets 49. They had the ribbon cutting today. Tomorrow, a uh, huge Jeep sale, food coke, our food cake and Coca-Cola, and Saturday, Kaylee Clark from American Idol, and then the Davis County Band plan from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, four, four lines of vehicles here. We could not be happier for you, man. You, you're just such a wonderful friend to us, and uh, this is gorgeous. you got two of the prettiest car dealerships I think I've ever been in. Well, we thank you for that for sure. We're extremely proud of them, and Mr. Davis done a wonderful job putting it together for us. How does how does the SRT get into the showroom though? Because I'm looking at the doors on the. I've floor. always wondered that. Both of those open all the way, and you fold the mirrors in. You got about a half inch on either side. So, Is are you the right? one that brings so, it in uh, very very carefully? I usually hold the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell please. us the truth. Have you been down the road in that beast right there? I have not in this one because it's such a specialty item. We're uh-huh. not putting any miles on it. Uh, it's just got a little bath and come around and in mm-hmm. here. There's, there's still time, Bob. There's still time. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> that man right there, he's the coffee guru of the Pine Belt. He he can write you a Jeremy check Graves. right now. He's, Jeremy, you want to go ahead and take care of that? Finance and office right around the corner. Yeah. John, thank you very much for having us here. It means a lot to us. We appreciate it. Thank you. And enjoy it. John Woolwine, everybody. What a great day this is. Absolutely. We're really grateful for the Woolwine family for having us down. All right. Uh, Luke uh, will take the show for me tomorrow, right? You're going to have the show. And Matt uh, Stoltz from Arkansas State. Get a preview of the Red Wolves. Until then, everybody, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. top. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.